Welcome back to No Need to Scroll, the show where I'm chronically online so you don't have to be. This is episode two, and today I have a lovely guest here in the studio with me. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Helen Howard. Um, I'm a senior journalism major, and I am the music director at the radio station, and I also have the pleasure of... I want to say teaching, but I don't know if it's actually teaching Turner once a week and helping him make audio content. So it's been fun. Overseeing, perhaps. Yeah. Helping out. Being a lovely friend. So. Yes, of course. A mentor, maybe. I don't Ooh. know if we go that far, but hey, who I'll, knows? <laughs> I'd, I'd pause it that much. I'd give you that. Okay, okay. Not. I won't toot my horn too much. but There you go. I'll toot it for you. That's what friendship's about. If you can't toot for anybody else, you know, then what's the point of all them beans? So true. You have to be able to lean on a friend when you need to. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have stomach issues. Some of us toot a lot. And oh, we're just going to have to go with that. No, that's me every day. I feel like I've been having stomach problems like every day on the dot on Mondays and maybe that's just like my I feel like Garfield you know like I just hate Mondays but my it's lasagna. bad yep no it is I mean not to be first two minutes poop talk but like <laughs> I feel you it's just the body ain't working itself and that's because of coffee yeah so I'm laying off for today today I have my hydro in the studio we're getting a good slurp yep I'll definitely be drinking my water at some point yeah at some point is the key word yep. that's with our green water bottles we're Ugh. so outdoorsy granola. No, and we have to be, even though we don't go outside. <laughs> True, I, we live here. You have to own your truth, and that's mine. Yes, same. I am curious, how's your week been? Um, It's been okay. I want to kind of say, though, that, like, I don't know. I feel like this week was, like, slow, but not in a, like, I'm like, I'll take that. Like, no drama, you know, nothing too notable happening, but also, like, nothing bad. So I'm like, okay, like... It's fine. Like, I had my first test this semester. I did well, but also I'm like, it was literally, like, multiple choice online. So I'm like, girl, that's why. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I This is, like, random, but I also started, like, and not to sound like that girl, but I did start, like, cleaning out my closet. So I've been listing a lot of stuff on my Depop. Oh, my God. I'm in my Depop seller era. So I've been, like, sending out packages. So I did a lot of that this week, too. But mm-hmm. it was actually fun. I promise I'm not scamming. Like, I'm literally selling stuff for, like, $10. Like, I just want it gone. Well, you see, that's perfect because I'm in my Depop buyer era. So oh, yes. I can I can help out. I'll just okay. throw you the 20, grab a <laughs> pair of boots and some shirts, and we'll be we'll be set, perfect. honestly. Um, new drop whenever I take more <laughs> pictures. So, yeah. You want to give them the at? <laughs> um, pr- I think it's literally just... Helen it, Howard? Yeah, it's probably my... In- I, I think it's my Instagram handle. So, consistency, I guess. But, yeah. yeah. If you want any old... Um, what do I have on there now? Like, I have sold stuff. If you want, like, stuff I thrifted and just, like, never ended up wearing. I also have sold, like, Taylor Swift merch that I don't wear and, like, mm-hmm. random stuff like that. Like, gifted. I feel like I – this is maybe that's, like, oh, she made a profit. But I've sold a lot of stuff that I was gifted that I never wore. And yeah. I feel kind of bad about it, but also it's, like – Hey, you're putting it back into the world. That's You're true. keeping that chain of moving. I just, like – I'm so specific. Like, that's why when I buy gifts for people, it has to be something like they either told me they want or <laughs> a gift. I don't want to say a gift card because I don't really buy gift cards, but like something general enough. But also Practical like too. you don't know what shirt from the Mitski website I want or whatever. No. Like you got to let me pick. Like give me a, give me a check. That's all. God, no, I feel that. Just hand me the money. <laughs> well, and I say that, but here I am. I have a notes app list with like maybe 20 things for whenever Christmas rolls around. Like. Honestly, 
you're not gonna have to guess. I'm gonna give you a bunch of options and you can pick for me. But that's oh, that's why you're the best friend though, because like <laughs> I I am so bad at buying gifts for people that I know super well because I set my expectations so high of like yeah. it has to be a good gift. But if you're just like there's this shirt on the like I want the new Lord like ten year pure heroin anniversary <laughs> shirt, I'd be like perfect. I'll buy you it, and then I don't have to feel bad. Like you do know what you're getting, but also like. You're, you can be so excited, like, you already know what you're getting. Literally. And you don't have to stress out about it. Because either way, you're either getting handed something that you then feel like you have to care about when it's not something you care about. Or if you're the gift giver, you're sitting there like, oh, you're telling me I have to actually figure out a practical purchase for this person yeah. and spend ample money on it. When you know it's something they're going to care about, dropping the 40, 60 on it doesn't feel that painful Mm-mm. because you're like, I know that this is actually going to count. Yeah. And like, I know that people like my parents or like grandparents maybe have spent that amount of money on something I don't want. And then I feel so guilty. So it's like, <laughs> if you know that you're going to wear it, but you're dropping a band, like, okay, at least it's going to get like whatever i'm not i'm never going to do the math equation of like if i wear it this many days like it's worth this much or whatever <laughs> like it it's cost efficient like people say that about shoes like oh if you're oh my God. you know like if you wear them every day but they were $100 like it's worth it cuz whatever i'm never going to do that breakdown but like if you see Don't me in it enough math. you know you know i got my use out of it literally i mean hey you and those cream reeboks <laughs> Every damn day of your life. And that's okay. Yep. <laughs> I respect it too. I do. I have them now. They, they, I need new ones because they're really stained from work. But, hey, you um, know where I got mine from? What is Depop? it called? No. Um, literally, they had a whole bunch of them. What's, is it Ross's? I think it was Ross. Yeah. That's I, how I got hooked on them. Literally, because they have a bunch of those there. I don't know what deal Reebok has with Ross where they're like, we're just going to give you all our old stuff we don't want. That's, but. that's how I got them because I like remember back in like, I, I'm very weird. Like, with shoes, like, I wear Tevas. I have, like, you know, a pair of Doc Martens and okay, okay. sneakers. But I, I'm very, like, I want just people to put on a shoe and not think about that part of my outfit. Like, I want my shoes people to match everything. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always have a neutral sneaker. And in 2018, 19, it was, like, those Adidas superstars. Okay. And then I was like, no, those are not cute to me anymore. And I needed something new. And I went, I think, to, like, TJ Maxx, and they had them. And I was like, oh, I need new shoes. They're 20 bucks. Like, okay. And now now, they're here with you. Yep. And, well, these aren't the exact pair, but it's, like, now I'm hooked, and now I have to pay whatever, 50, which is fine, I guess. But now it's, like, I'm... I bought into the shoe, but Me yeah. Me and my Converse, we go, we go so hard. We go far. We go back. Which color? I haven't seen your. Um, I'm actually not wearing Converse today. Oh. So that makes me look really fake. Damn. I wear, I wear my black ones a lot. I wear my white ones a lot. I have a red pair that my parents bought. Sorry, that I don't wear as often. But that's just because it's hard to match like a bright color shoe. You know. Did you not just prove my point though? Like you can't be gifted it. You gotta <gasps> pick it. But I asked for it. <laughs> oh. I asked for it. Never mind. Oh no. Oh god, I'm a liar. No, and I do like them. I have worn them several times. I just haven't gotten them like into the rotation because okay i'm somebody who has to wear a shoe that is like an accent color of the outfit i can't wear if it matches too much i can't wear a green hoodie and green shoes because then i just feel stupid if i'm wearing a blue hoodie with like green details or green text then i can wear green shoes do i have green shoes no but my point stands i make yeah i love how i asked you how your week was (laughs) we've been sitting here for five minutes like you know i love depop What about me? What about me, Helen? Yes, how was your week? Thank you for asking me, Helen. I really appreciate that, Helen. My week, my week has been, 
So it's been bad. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but it's okay, but it's been bad. Um, Like, okay, because I am... I am doing so much right now. I got so many jobs. I got I got hella homework. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you think you're fine until you're not. And I'll have like a long day of just club, another club, <laughs> bus, gig, another gig. And it's like, I think I've got this. I think I'm go- doing okay. And then I finally go to bed at some unforgivable hour. And then the next morning I realize I forgot to set my alarms. And then I wake up halfway through the day and I missed a class. And, you know, so it's like you have one really incredibly productive day where you're like, wow, I made it through that. (laughs) And then you tank. And I've had like two of those tanked days in a row. So I'm just like. It's relatable. Like, I did I did see a team's message from you at about 4.30 (laughs) a.m. And I was like. I feel bad because he either has been up and or sent that one. or he woke up. No, no, no. No, no, no. See, that was me going to bed at five and then waking up at eight so I can shower for today. Don't oh, be silly. Oh, okay. Me and this smooth skin. <laughs> you just, you're like a clean girl. You wake up at five and you go to the gym and then you get breakfast. Oh, I wish. <laughs> if I could go back to the gym, if I could get back in that era. I'd be yeah. such a happy little camper, but right now I, it freaks me out. <laughs> no, I feel that. And because I like, I also have had so many eras. Well, I keep saying era, but I've had so many like phases where it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. Like I, I will never wake up that early to go, mm-hmm. but I will go if I like fit it in the schedule. But then it's just like, it's always school or work or something like happens that becomes too important. And then Literally. I'm like, I can't. I can't factor it in. The funny thing is I actively, like, I made a weekly schedule that I'm supposed to stick to, like, on this little app, GoodNotes. Like, I did the whole nine yards. I literally have my gym time scheduled into my week in two different spots at least. And I do not go a single day. Have not gone since, like, early summer. Like, it just hasn't happened because I've been too much of a mess. And if I go, I'm going to freak out. Because what if there's a bunch of scary freshmen there that are going to look at me like I'm an idiot? Is it, like, in the middle of the day? Is it, like, something you could, like... Because I don't know if it's like a time that's like I'm not doing. Is there is it a time where it's like, oh, I could just do something else instead. So I won't go to the gym. It's literally the morning. (laughs) Like it's literally just like if I wake if I go to bed at a normal time and then I wake up at an okay time, I could go to the gym and then I could shower and head to work. Mm -hmm. But then instead, I'm up to like three, four, five the night before. And then I wake up later than I should. And then I'm like, well, I got to speed get ready so I can go to work. So I'm not late. Yeah. And even the mornings I have perfectly gotten up on time and I set for the next day to go to the gym, I wake up and I'm like, that sounds scary. Mm-hmm. What if what if that's too much to handle? Yeah. Are you the type of person that like wakes up and rots in bed for a bit or do you get up right away? <sighs> I mean, OK, back when I had a floor bed, a normal bed and normally in the air, not in the air, shall I say bed. Yes, absolutely. I was a rotten bed kind of girly. But now that I am like five feet in the air with no room, I get out of that bed like the second I'm not like actively sleeping. But I have a couch under my bed, which means then I sit on that couch room. Yeah. I set myself (laughs) up for failure. I'm aware. But. I mean, you can at least say you got out of bed, you moved locations. Damn straight. And, you know, thank you for that encouragement. Yes. I needed that. I think because, I needed that. Because you're better than me because I am I will, like, I will wake up, like, semi-early, like, not way too early, but, like, 8, 7, 45, 8, and I don't have class till maybe, like, 11 or whatever. Scandalous. I know, but then I don't get out of bed until 
9.30 and then I'm like, okay, well, now you actually have to do the things you said you were going to do before class or whatnot. And it's just like, it's a bad habit, but I'm like, at least I'm awake. But at some point it's like, you gotta, you gotta progress past, okay, you're awake at this time. You need to be like doing things at this time, but it's a journey. Like we'll get there. It's a journey. If we keep pushing, maybe. Yeah. I suppose people might want to hear about, dare I say, um, the internet. Yes. <laughs> so starting out with the updates on everything we discussed in our last episode, Guts has come out recently. Have you heard it? I so I feel really fake, but I haven't heard the whole album, okay, but okay. I've heard the I've singles, heard, I imagine. I've heard the singles and I've heard um I've heard the songs that kind of I think have more like backstory in the internet. Like mm -hmm. I really like Lacey. Oh, I love Lacey. And oh, there's another one that I'm gonna forget the name of it. I like making the bed. That is so funny. I have a feeling that we are on the same wavelength. Probably. So I didn't listen to it last time. Since then I have. Thank you, Naya, for encouraging me. And my favorites are Lacey, Making the Bed, and Pretty Isn't Pretty. Yeah, that's that's real. Literally. I love a ballad. I do. And Pretty Isn't Pretty is that perfect middle ground where it's like you're kind of indie pop. You're kind of a ballad. You're kind of just being generally sad with an upbeat theme. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ooh, that music hurts so good. Yes. Oh, I love Pretty She knows pretty. how to hit the sweet spot because that's what, that was like my favorites on Sour because I feel kind of like – I feel kind of hot and cold on Olivia Rodrigo sometimes. Like, there's been songs where I'm like, I wish I liked this more, but the ones I really like, I like a lot. Like, that's how I feel. Uh, like, I like, I liked Happier. I liked Deja Vu. Deja Vu was my favorite single. And then I liked One Step Forward, Three Steps Back, because I think the piano. But the piano was, part was sampling Taylor. Yeah, which is probably why I liked it. But I feel like there was one more that I really liked, and I was like, damn, like I wish I liked the whole thing. But I'm like, the ones, the songs of hers that I really love are great. And then I'm like, I'm not like anti Olivia or anything, but I'm like, maybe they're just not all for me. Maybe I am like too old. I don't yeah. Know. Well, and I think the tough part is she's reached that part of overexposure, kind of like Taylor, where if you don't love her or feel like absolutely nothing then you're like yeah I don't like her mm -hmm. so a lot of people just have a hard time even giving her a chance yeah. because she's reached such a height where they feel like they have to go against the grain which I mean fair yeah. I am that way with certain people but I am too because I feel like I've had phases like that with Taylor too like yeah. <laughs> I because like I grew up listening to her I loved the country vibe and then I kind of fell off around like reputation just because it was so different from 1989. Mm -hmm. And then like I loved like Lover dropped and I was like, okay, like there's some bops on here. Like I'll, I'll tip my toes back. And then like I loved folklore. Like Ooh. I really, I really like came back during that time. Folklore evermore. But yeah. Uh, but then I'm like, but now it's like back to that feeling where it's like, okay, like I enjoyed that and it felt different and it felt like she was doing something different and pulling in new audiences. <laughs> but now I'm like, and I was, I really loved Fearless Taylor's version, but now I'm like, I'm here. I'm, I don't even have to like follow her on Instagram anymore to see every Everything. new update and yeah. hear every song and like hear the, hear my favorite parts of songs that are not my favorite anymore. Or, like, I will just need to take a back seat to and then maybe come back to and I don't hear them every day. But, yeah, it's just, like, it's that overexposure, which kind of sucks because it makes, like, good art, like, feel not as good just because mm -hmm. you've heard it too many times. It's, like, the same principle of, like, oh, like, that song's just on the radio too much. But now we have, like, so many more platforms where you're hearing it over and over. Like, it's not just the radio. It's, like, TikTok and 
the reels, the anything, Twitter. No, Taylor. Taylor has faced a lot of oversaturation, which is not her fault, but it is kind of a brutal scenario to be in. That's funny to be like, Taylor Swift is in a brutal area. (laughs) No, Taylor Swift will do just fine. But I do think it's fair to say that that kind of overexposure has made it a lot harder for her to have a natural kind of, I don't know, just a natural opinion with a lot of people. Yeah, like and like progression of like getting a fan base or like new people coming in and out. And like, let's be honest, like Taylor could quietly re-release the rest of these albums, you know, on a vinyl, on a CD, online. Didn't have to do 20 variants. She could just like quietly release them and then like move on and move on with her life. Like she's kind of milking it, I fear, but... Oh, big time. Everything she does is milked. I don't necessarily think it's all her fault so much as being like the biggest star ever is going to have management and deals coming in and saying, sorry, but all of this has to be hyped up as much as we can. And I understand that, but it does get a little messy a little fast. But speaking of messy and fast, have you heard about Joe and Sophie's whole, sorry, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner for those who aren't catching on? Um, their divorce. That's my girl. Like, I'm on her side. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's so gorgeous. But, like, like, we went over a lot of it last time. And although all the details are there, it's only gotten messier since. So they're in this, like, m- really bad custody battle right now. And <laughs> apparently she can't take the kids out of the greater New York City area right now. Because, like, days after Sophie was saying, I'm taking them to the UK, it just... It didn't happen, you know, like they wanted she wanted to take the kids back to the UK. And then Joe was like, hold on now. Wait a minute. Actually, we're going to we're going to plant right here. Right on here. And it's like, no, you're like, no, you don't need to. (laughs) There was all this stuff about how uh, these kids were supposed to like Joe and Sophie had made an agreement that these kids were going to live their life in the UK. That was going to be that. And then they divorce. And then Joe's taking the kids. Apparently, Sophie went to federal court last week, setting a child abduction law and claiming Joe refused to turn over the passports of these kids. Like, they were supposed to be going to the UK. And Sophie's like, he's literally stealing my children. What? What? Yeah. She claimed, yeah, she claimed that they had an agreement that the kids would live in the UK. And I guess Joe wasn't down for that. But like... They can't legally do anything about it because a judge is like, sorry, I don't really care if y'all had an agreement. That doesn't look like a legally binding document to me. Right. But then it's also and like it's also like, okay, so you made this agreement, but now you change your tune because we're on bad terms. Mm -hmm. But it's like that's the thing. It's like, okay, your relationship is one thing, but the betterment of your kid's life is also another. And I find it so selfish when obviously he's prioritizing himself over that because it's just it's already stressful like having divorced parents or like Mm. going through any of that and like just to put more of that on the kids and like probably confuse them more is just so much like I'm glad my parents divorced when I was like four and I don't remember like any of that because I'm sure like I know people whose parents were divorced later that's such a that takes such a toll on your life and especially it's not even like whose house in what neighborhood are you going to it's literally international travel yeah mom yeah. i was four <laughs> but you know you move past you move past yeah i just it's so funny to me to think like 
being from another country, having kids with somebody, and then you're kind of going back and forth. You're doing your celebrity thing, and you think you're going to go back. Y'all have this big old divorce, and then a judge is like, no, you're staying in the New York City area. Sorry about it. Like, if she wants to be around those kids right now, she's got to stay literally in a different goddamn country. Yeah. Hmm? Well, full circle moment, isn't Taylor or isn't Taylor Swift letting the kids and her stay at her apartment? I swear I saw something on Twitter about that. I didn't hear about that, but I did know that Taylor and Sophie have been hanging big time, which mm-hmm. is so funny because, like, obviously Joe and Taylor had their thing years ago, and then they all made up, and then her, Joe, and Sophie were all cool. Well, now that there's this thing, her and Sophie are, like, bonded and Joe's big bad man. So it's like, has this rebroken Taylor yeah. and Joe's, like, little friendship? Like, I mean, I don't know. if I feel like if I had gotten so close with, like, the wife of, like, an ex that was, like, when we were so young, mm-hmm. I would be, like, full, like, that's my girl. Like, I would be on her side because... I don't know. I just like I I find the rollout of the whole situation not to like rehash it. I just find it so distasteful because it was, oh, she goes out too much. Oh, she never leaves the house. It's always just like pinning something negative on the woman to make him look better. It's never like I don't know. None of what happened in that publicity like PR rollout was ever about like how great Joe was. It was just all like anti-Sophie, I fear. Yeah, like it didn't. It didn't have a lot of factual grounding. It was kind of all just ideal politics, which when all of those ideal politics were heavily rooted in sexist norms and on what one woman is doing in her idea of motherhood, it gets real ugly. Yeah. And like. Why are we bringing that? Like, you could have just quietly gotten divorced. No, legitimately. Like, we could have just had... How many celebrity couples have just broken up? And you're like, I wonder what happened. <laughs> like... And you move on. Many. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we move on. <laughs> exactly. And, like, that poor woman. I, I'm, like, nine. I was trying to, like, fact check myself, but I'm, like, on 99% sure, like, Taylor Swift made... Not she made a statement, but... Yeah. She's letting them stay at her apartment, which, like, good for her, like... I love that full circle. Like, okay, like I dated your husband, your ex, your soon to be ex husband, and now we're best friends, and now you're divorcing. Like, they're probably like drinking wine and oh, having a great time. If Taylor's doing anything with anybody, it is drinking <laughs> wine and baking or something. That woman is always, why is she always making cookies and drinking wine? Taylor, <laughs> Taylor said, if I have one goal in life, it's to have cats and drink wine. But then I'm like, I clearly you do a lot more. Yeah. It's funny how busy somebody can be and to still hit the markers of like the most average. <laughs> she said, I'ma drink wine, I'ma have cats, I'ma bake cookies. It's, I'm also yeah. going to be the biggest pop star in the world. Mm-hmm. But I'ma drink wine with my cats. Yeah. And make cookies. She <laughs> said, I'm just a girl. She's I'm I'm just a silly little wine lady, okay? Yeah. Oh, those like TJ Maxx alcoholic signs. There's an SNL skit about that where it's like, I'm not me if I (laughs) ever had my Pinot Grigio. Ugh, those classics at like Hobby Lobby and. Hobby Lobby. Not Hobby Lobby, but like. Not Hobby Lobby. I don't, I mean, I haven't been there since I was like a small child, but that's what I remember there. Uh, Scary place. uh, You know what else is a scary place? What? The picket lines. Oh, so true. 
the Drew Barrymore incident with the strike. Now, as of last time we talked about this, I believe that she had an apology out, but it wasn't really one that was well accepted. Um, so she's had to re-apologize <laughs> because her apology was not accepted. Because before she was like, I'm so sorry that everyone feels this way. I'm also going to be doing it anyway. I don't really care. <laughs> so this time she's she said on Insta, I am making the decision to pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. I have no words to express my deepest apologies to anyone I have hurt and, of course, to our incredible team who works on the show and has made it what it is today. Better apology. How do we feel? Um, I do think it's better. I I kind of wish, because when this all happened, like, my thought process, which I like Drew Barrymore in general, so I'm like, I don't want to be, like, giving her a pass yeah. about any of it. But part of me was like, well, maybe it's because, like, you know, it isn't like a scripted show and like, right, like obviously that show has writing, but mm -hmm. there's so many other people that go into a movie set, you know, like PAs and all the people directing people all, there's so many like moving parts, I feel like for a show like that. So maybe she was like, maybe she was feeling pressure, like in the way of like, well, like all these people are not getting paid and like not working. Like, so maybe she was like, well, I want them to have a job. So she's like, didn't put the writing on the back burner or something. Like, I'm like, maybe she was just like thinking about the other people who help her. Yeah. But I wish like now I'm like, okay, if that was the truth, like you could have talked about that. Like say she was just like, okay, well I had pressure from all my producers and PAs and people on set that they needed work. Like she could have just talked about the struggle of the other people besides the writers. Obviously they're all like not working. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I'm like, but what I'm like, if that's true, like, why didn't you talk about it? Like, cause now I'm just like, okay, like these, I feel like just these non-apologies always sound like a notes app and they always are very similar. And uh, like, obviously the second one is better, but I'm still just like Drew Barrymore, I feel like is a celebrity that, you know, benefits from being really, like, honest and, you know, having, like, like going through a lot of real stuff in her life. So it's I'm like... her reputation. Yeah. So it's like, if that's your reputation, like, why not just, like, be really blunt and real in your apology? Because I think that would do a lot better for her PR-wise. Entirely. Yeah. I mean, she messed up. She messed up big time. And she has an apology there. It's a decent one now. But does that mean that it's going to affect her in the future? I'm not. I don't um, know. Uh, it sucks because it's like I feel like I feel like it's hard to it's hard to be like, I know that this will happen in the future. But also, I feel like we the, things like this have happened and we move past it, unfortunately, yeah. and we don't really hold people accountable. So I don't know. My prediction is like the first when the first episode does come back, it's probably going to be like first half of it is like her an just like an apology it's gonna be like a whole long apology she's gonna be like cross-legged on the floor on the floor no shoes like we have to messy talk. hair yeah and she's gonna be like well like, that's what she did for her apology video but. Yeah. Uh, well it's like it's gonna be well it's gonna be that on a greater scale i didn't mm. know it was a video okay that's girl then why didn't you just say what you thought that's what I'm saying. I I thought it was a like, like a PR statement. Yeah. No, it was. This was a video. I mean, she probably had it written out in front of her, but still, that's <sighs> yeah. That's just where it gets messy. But I don't know. I think that this will haunt her for a little while, but I don't think it's going to affect her opportunities. I just 
I think that it's something that she can't really shake now, which is, hey, I mean, you put yourself in that position, I guess. Yeah. It's like you begged the question. You were the it sucks. It's like she was the one person like I could see like a Jimmy Fallon or like. Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah. One of those people being like questioning the writers, you know, whatever, questioning whether the shows needed to be halted. Mm-hmm. And it's like it sucks when it's like someone who like to me, I feel like is a better person is the one who like asked the question and like you're going to take the wrath of anyone else who was even thinking about that. Like you volunteered to be that martyr and I can't say it's like anyone's fault but your own, but you did it. Yeah, she made that decision. Well, and just in the nick of time did she make the wrong decision too because the ju- the WGA strike is over now. The Writers Guild of America strike has ended this past Tuesday the 26th. It was going for 148 days. Insane. But agreement was finally reached. The deal was called exceptional with meaningful gains and protections for writers in every sector of the membership. Um, I'm going to guess that this is still going to have a huge effect (laughs) on media in the future. Oh, for sure. And last time I checked, like, the SAG aspect of the Mm -hmm. strike, like, wasn't fully finished either. Yes. So the SAG after strike uh, for the actors, um, they haven't ended that. And... (laughs) Because a lot of the actors were joining the writers for their strike, as they should have, a lot of the writers are still striking because they're out there with the actors on the actor's strike. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, this stuff isn't going to end until we get something right happening. Yeah. As long as these like execs are milking actual talent for all it's worth and making sure that the people actually putting in all the work aren't getting paid for it. There are gonna be strikes. Yeah, and they better learn. It's ridiculous too because how many situations on like larger and smaller scales do we face things that are like oh like the arts aren't whatever mm-hmm. supported in the best way or don't have funding? But it's like no, this is literally about like streaming residuals and people not being like compensated when these massive mega companies that are like continually becoming bigger monopolies with so many more streaming services they're ha- they have so much money it's never like a lack of like support or like money or anything it's just greed it's always just like big companies being greedy literally and it's it's it makes me sick it makes me sick it makes me so sick i can't yeah. do all that well, now that we're a solid half hour into this, what about we talk about new stuff, you know? Perfect. <laughs> so, with the new media, we have com- coming soon to a screen near you. Now, have you listened to Scarlet? I I did listen to most of it, and I checked that runtime, and I saw it was 17 songs, and, and I was said, like, <laughs> and I said, uh, Mama, a lot of these sound very similar. So I said, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna skip around. So this is Doja Cat's new album, Scarlet, which has been a messy buzz. But you know, <sighs> do you know the lowdown on all the Doja drama? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on my phone every day. Too much. <laughs> yeah. She. There was a whole lot of fighting with fans over like threads and Twitter. And she was saying this and that about how, well, you shouldn't call yourself kittens. That's jobless behavior. And then somebody is like, well, you gave us that fan name. And she's like, okay, go work a job and speak to your mom. And they're like, what do you want us? What do you want us to call you? And she's like, leave. (laughs) Like Doja was just kind of screwing around, which that's what she does. She's always done that. Anyone that has tried to act like Doja just went off the rails. No, she's always no. been kind of unserious online. That was her thing. She also, I remember, the, she didn't she fight with Noah Schnapp and... Noah Schnapp, yep. And um, some lady who was like, I think Doja Gattis had plastic surgery. And she like, 
tried to dox her on live or something. Maybe not dox, but she was like, uh, probably. Mad. No, and that that's Doja Cat core, and that's okay because it's funny. <laughs> it's like it's a balance of like. That's your brand is like being funny and like being out of pocket. But mm-hmm. then it's also like I do think Doja might need to like just step away because I can't think of also that someone as famous as her who like just goes on Instagram live every day and just like Stuff, does. stuff she says. Yeah. And it's like there's a level where it's like I like I feel like respecting fans is somewhat important where it's like, you know, they gave you your platform that you're the they're the reason you have your platform and your money. But then also, like, stan culture is also just, like, way too insane. Because why are you sitting on your... Why are you, like, berating Doja Cat on Twitter every day? And But also, it's like, she doesn't even need to... She doesn't even need to have a presence like that no. to, like, make money. Like, she could be... She could release that album and go sit yeah. quiet. Yeah, no. She is actively putting herself in all of the situations yeah. that she's in. And I do blame her for a lot of that. I just also understand that when you feel like when you feel like people are ragging on a sincere part of you, it's probably difficult to not fight back. Oh yeah. Cuz you want to stand up for yourself. And I think that's a big thing she's she's felt like she's had to do her whole career. A lot of people are actually arguing that this album is kind of just her trying to be like people thought I couldn't rap. Well, here's an entire album of me rapping. Here's less poppy sound. Here's me rapping. But then it's like um it kind of I feel like kind of the same old. It's yeah, and I feel like a song would start, and I'd be like, "Oh, like this samples like one song like sampled like I'm not in love mm-hmm. that ten I think it's by Ten CC, and I was like, "Oh my god, like I love that song, like this might be good." And it was just at the beginning, and then it's just a normal like trap beat the rest of the song. Or I'd be like, like I feel like the one song everyone likes is like Agora Hills, mm-hmm. and I was like. This one's, like, okay, but it's mainly, like, just the music. Like, it's mainly just the production. The sound sounds good. Yeah, it's not I feel like it's – there's not that many songs that are, like, all around great Yeah, to me. When I went through it, I – see, and I had a coworker who was, like, um, all of it's trash. I hated all of it. I got Doja tickets. Now I have to get rid of them because I don't know what to do because this album sucked. And I was like, she's okay. gonna sing the hits. Yeah, she's gonna sing "Say So." Maybe, silly. hopefully, but, well, <laughs> but that might be too pop. That, that might be, be too pop. She's like, oh, I that can't. mediocre pop that you guys fell for. Okay. Don't also, go. that's the thing about that whole thing that I was like, let's be serious. I I feel like Doja Cat likes cool music. Like I feel like I've seen a clip of her talking about all the like she was like shuffling songs on live and I was like okay but then I'm like you make like not that her pop music was bad like I loved hot pink Mm -hmm. like that was such a moment in 2019 absolutely but it's like don't don't like try to rebrand and do a new like visual aesthetic and then genuinely like I don't even I forgot I was listening to it and I was like what's so different about this and I was like I guess there is more rapping like that's the only thing that's different like the production is still the same Mm -hmm. it's not even like crazy like I thought it was going to be like new metal like like grungy rap or something yeah it's just top 40 it sounds the same like don't be upset people are going to be disappointed if you visually make yourself Oh, I'm d- demon. Like I sold my soul, but then the music is still just like the n- same stuff you've been releasing for years. Like, yeah, it's just like she very much is giving. Like I'm trying to be rebellious. Yeah, she does kind of feel like she's in her 17 year old breaking away from her parents phase, which is ironic because this is a grown woman. But <laughs> I don't grown. know. I 
I had some issues with some of the songs on the album, but I did add a lot of them to my playlists. Some of my favorites were um, F double asterisk K the girls, because I can't say the real name, <laughs> but I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, Go off. Really chill. I like the vibe of that. Agora Hills I did have listed. And then Ouchies, which is apparently about Cardi B. Oh. From what people are saying, it's like her like clapping back at Cardi B, which... Sure, whatever. I don't really care about that. But it's a good song. I didn't um, even know they had beef. Yeah. Well, girl, <laughs> everybody's like got to have beef these days. I guess I can't be shocked, but... We're all mad, aren't we? Yeah, for sure. I always just was like, isn't it Nikki... Car- I was like, it's Nikki Cardi beef. I forgot I forgot Dojo could even have the beef with them, but... Whoever she wants... She'll pick a fight. She spins a wheel, and she's like, who do I (laughs) find? Who am I mad at today? (laughs) She's like, and it's like, you know what it is? Like, to me, it is like the less funny, iconic version of, like, Azalea Banks. Oh, God. Azalea Banks may be homophobic, but she's funny about it. But, like, she just, she knows how to do a one-liner. She will never back down. Mm -mm. And, yeah, like, I just, I and her music is... I mean, like, good. Like, I love her music, sorry, but... No, it's, it's pretty good. It's just, like, I just need, like, be... You know what? If Doja was just, like, I hate my fans, y'all suck, and I'm going to keep releasing music, mm-hmm. if either the music was better or she never, like, backed down from whatever stance it was, it I'd be like, okay, better. I respect it. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because she'll go on those Twitter tirades, and then she'll be at, like, a pop-up in a store, and there's a video of her, like actually reaching out to fans behind the glass and they're like oh my god doja and she's like i love you guys like and it seems very (laughs) sincere so it's like this girl just actually has no serious opinion but is loudly making them clear she's like it was all a lie yeah (laughs) all a lie (laughs) a lie i love liverpool accents can we the brits are are like my fave and my least fave like they're just so iconic and they don't even know yeah because I'm either like this, or you're like this. You're a chav. Oh, the chav chav. I love a chav. Cho- hey, yo, chav check. Like, that was my... I'm from Essex. Oh, that was my wave. Like, I loved... I'm a Manchester girl, don't hate me. Like, that. Ah, Slays. That was kind of good. Thank you. So, <laughs> I love a good soap. So, actually, um, <laughs> the album's, like, actual critical... Ooh, critical success... All over the place. Oh. So Pitchfork gave it a 5.9 out of 10, which, like, 6 is not great for Pitchfork. It's not, like, the worst, but... Yeah. It's, like, it could be way better, but it also could be way worse. This is true. They called it an uneven album that is accomplished, but gets bogged down in reactive and repetitive songs, which I can't say I disagree. Like, are a lot of the songs just her commenting on stuff that just happened in the past couple months? Yeah. Does that mean it's kind of not very evergreen content and it's kind of going to probably fall to the wayside soon? Yeah. If she wanted a successful album that's going to stream in the future when she talks about having money, blah, 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 so much on this album, not really setting up your case while there. But Metacritic gave it a 72 out of 100, which, you know, that's better. It would be a 7.2 out of 10 if I'm doing my very difficult math correctly. (laughs) Variety gave it a 95 That's a lot. Yeah, I know. It's a big difference. Saying the album is loaded with singles, but it's a real album with most of the other songs branching out her sound and showing off her killer flow. Not it being... It's an album. It's 95. 
With 17 tracks spanning almost an hour, it sags in a couple of spots, but Scarlet sets a new bar on multiple levels and not just for female rappers. Okay. Um, it's Variety, definitely a review. Yeah, Variety's kind of kind of the outlier there. Yeah, did y'all get paid? Yeah. <laughs> See, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it a sixty or a seventy. I would also not give it a ninety-five. Like in my head, this is like an eighty-five album. There is multiple good songs on here. This is something that you can listen through and not be pained by. But it's not something where I want to get a vinyl and set that thing there and like listen to that on a daily basis. It's something where I want to add a third to half of the pl- uh, the album to some different playlists mm-hmm. and then remember that they exist when they pop up in my playlist and be really excited to listen to them. Yeah, I feel like it's, like, good, like, I don't know. Like, I always listen to, like, I don't know, sometimes hip-hop, but also just, like, upbeat stuff, like, walking to class or, like, I don't know, just when I need to shuffle a playlist, and I feel like that's a good spot for it. I think, yeah, like, I would agree because I feel like the best songs were, like, the upbeat ones that were, like, I don't know. They had something about them that stood out. I just keep thinking about Agora Hills. I can't remember which other ones off the top of my head that I really liked, but um, I don't know. Like, I would agree. Like, it's not, like, it's not bad. It's not painful to listen to. It's definitely, like, it, like, has moments where it kind of, like, lulls in the middle. But, like, it's not bad. And it's not, like, like, I feel like I've heard so much worse music in my oh, life. entirely. No, it's not bad. It just doesn't succeed in every way that it's supposed to. And that's not ideal, but it'll live, you know? Right. Have you seen the new iPhones, the iPhone 15s? Vaguely, but I don't know if I, like, remember much about what I've seen. Okay, so they all have USB-Cs, the universal port, which (laughs) they're selling, like, is some crazy new feature, is just a European law. Like, Europe was like, ayo, Apple, um, actually, you have to use USB-Cs now because everybody else does, and the fact that you're not is just isolating everything, um, which okay, is yeah. so funny to me because then Apple's like, all new USB-C. It does all of these things. And it's like Apple. And it's like you already use USB-Cs. You just don't want to do it for the iPhone. No, because you enjoyed being exclusive, which, like, sure, live your life, but you could have made a fancier Apple USB-C. Like, you never had to not do it. You just wanted to be exclusive. Yeah, it's all about, what have we said this whole time? It's all about money. Like, they just want to make more money. But now... You can't share... You couldn't just share your phone charger with your roommate who has an Android. Of course not. Mm -mm. You had to go get a different one. And it's been like that. Like, we've been in the trenches. In the trenches! (laughs) Well... Apparently, they're doing so many new things, because which I don't think they actually are. Um, no. It has a ceramic shield front tougher than any smartphone glass, which we'll get to that. But it also comes in some lovely new pastel colors I might just show you here. Oh, I believe throwback. you've probably seen the pink. Yes. It is gorgeous. I do love pink. So. Am I going to get a pink phone? No. But it's very pretty. It it's- is very rose quartz core. True, and it's giving. I forgot which model it was, but do you remember like the iPhone like five C or seven C or whatever oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that were like bright magenta or like blue and yellow, mm-hmm. and those were those were a hot commod back in the day. A hot commod, <gasps> big yawn. Yeah, but like I want the green. I want the green. It's so pretty. I love green. I think green's a really underrated color. I feel like she's having her moment. That's you. Not you. Just saying that because you have. He has a green water bottle. I have a green laptop backpack. case. I have a green mouse pad. But, I have green keys. But I just read myself because so do I. But 
And we have to know our branding and we have to know our truth and we have to accept that. True. True, true, true down paths. Do you, are you somebody that like changes your phones often? Is that not your gig? Um, I'm going to be so honest. I don't think I've gotten a new phone for, I want to say like, th- I feel, feel like 20, I don't think I've gotten a new one since like 2019, 2020 because my, I need a new phone really bad. Felt, like I'm felt. starting to notice it. Like I, I feel like I got it like my freshman year of college. Like I feel like it's been a minute. I have an iPhone 11. If that same. Oh, wow. I don't know anyone. Everyone I know has a bigger phone, a newer phone, something. No, no. No, no, I'm here with my I'm here with my green eleven. We really mine's black. We really out here. Oh no, mine's purple. The way I forgot, I have a colored phone. Ma'am, <laughs> I never take that case off. Okay, I'm protected. Oh, see, I just like clear cases with the designs. I got this from Etsy. Oh, that's cute. Right? I used to have a clear case, but then it got nasty. Do you know well, the epidemic? Have you yes, seen those I people? Do. The crusty. Where they get yellow. I swap mine out every couple months, and I just like go back to an old one, and somehow it's fine. I don't really know what that's about, but... That's smart. I mean, they'll never get gross. Literally. No, my 11 isn't dead, but, like, the battery's not great. It's just kind of getting slower and slower by the day, you know? My, like, f- when I try to, like... S- I'm, like, a very big app searcher. Mm-hmm. I, I, I click from my most used, and then I'm like, oh, where's this? And I just search it, and it, it takes it takes twice as long, probably. It's getting... Oh. It's getting old. She's getting dark eyes. I know. And I hate getting a new phone. It's like my, I see, that's the thing. I admire y'all if you are the type of person that like gets a new phone, but I can't. Like I, it's too much like this, the transferring of data, like the time commitment to switching a phone. Like I'm sure it's been getting easier as time goes on, but to me, it's like a huge commitment to like transfer the iCloud data and sit there while it updates like I don't have the patience no it can be stressful I feel you on that I I want to get a 15 I think I'm gonna get the green 15 but I'm just like it's such a commitment and it's not cheap yeah well maybe it's time maybe you can upgrade on your phone plan yeah I've kind of been considering switching from my current phone like well, I'm on AT&T, so I'm like, also at and so slow. I don't know if it's just Lincoln or what, but it's so slow. So I'm like, maybe I'll switch to Verizon, try to get a deal there, and then if I trade in my 11, I can get something off of that, and then I can get, like, a cheaper 15 and, like, finance it out. Yeah, like, I could see that. I'm, I'm, I'm praying to somebody. I'll pray that it happens for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Well, and then, so the 15 is, like, its own thing. But then there's the 15 Pro slash Pro Max. And those are supposed to have, or it's just the Pro Max. One of them. I think it's just the Pro Max. Yes, yes, yes. It's supposed to have a titanium body, which is supposed to be, like, really light, but also, like, really sturdy. And it's not. So somebody somebody did, like, a brake test where they, like, put their thumbs on the back and then, like, bend it. And... Mind you, when I first saw this, I was like, yeah, if you're going to try to break the phone, it's going to break. But apparently they do this on, like, every new phone that comes out, and it's always fine. Like, this 15, they did the thumb test, and it just went, and it was like, oh, okay. And not for the, like, was that, like, the official, like, demonstration, or? Oh, that was, like, the phone that they got. Oh. Oh, are you saying, like, was that, like, at an event or something? Oh, but it was just someone who got it, and it broke. Yeah, no, it's, like, one of those, like. Review YouTubers that like has like uh, every every phone ever. I Justine. Yeah, it was actually I Justine. Oh well, she deserves a phone that works. Tbh, she was kind of all of the videos that I initially saw on the 15. I'm not gonna lie. 
She's still out here. She really is. There was this video of like somebody diving headfirst off a cliff, and then the caption was like, I justine when somebody's iPhone goes off. And then she stitched the video and she was like, That's so true. She is so <laughs> she is so like OG YouTube coded and she has just never changed. Like, no, the way her and like Rosanna Pansino are besties. I don't know if I remember who that is. Rosanna Pansino is the baking girl. Nerdy nummies, if you remember that at all. So she would make Rings a bunch bell. of like gaming, like cakes and that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just like, she just, yeah, she really is kind of OG YouTube, but it's just so funny to me. No, it's just like, I can't believe this shtick is still like going. Girl, <laughs> when are you going to cut it with Apple? How much money How they m- giving you? That's <laughs> what I was going to say. I'm like, they must be paying you good. I don't. I literally, I think, okay, she gets invited to the big events, and I think she gets free products. I don't think Apple pays her for promotions or anything. I think she literally is just making these because she has a passion, which, like, oh, okay. She is capitalism's girl. Like, imagine your whole passion is just, like, I love, it's not like I love electronics. Like, she doesn't, like, fix computers and Dells and whatever. She just, like, loves Apple. Yeah. And that's her calling. You know what my calling is? What? Troy Savon's new singles. Have you been listening? I am an OG Troy girl. Like, love. <laughs> okay, so he has a new album coming out. I don't know exactly when. Probably like a month. Um, Should have noted that down, but... I want to say it's late october Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these singles that have come out so far are so good. I like them a lot. I, I do like too. I think that this is kind of an epidemic of being chronically online. Like, I'm, maybe you were gonna like delve into like the people about the sample of mm-hmm. um, you just got me started. Yeah, people don't like the sample, but it's like, dude, it's because one person on Twitter was like, "Oh, this is kind of funky," and they threw the sample in, and then everyone has to like switch up what they thought because I thought it was really good. Like the sample is a little jarring, but like I still like the song, and it doesn't like take me out. Yeah. So in Got Me Started, his newest single, he sampled, I believe it's called Shooting Stars, which you would probably know better as the, like, how do you, um, it's like the falling in space meme from, like, five years ago. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't remember the OG video, but it was probably, like, a cat or something. Yeah, normally it's, like, a cat. But it's just, like, a sound, it's just the song in the background, so it I feel like it had so many meanings. Literally. But it's such a good song. I like it. I really like the visuals that he's going for. Yes. So in these new music videos, Troy has like an entire cinematography, choreography. He probably had like the moodest board of mood boards ever. You know, like the branding is down. It is it is cool 90s period pap, you know? Those aren't words, but you understand yep. me, right? You see me? I just, it's so cool. It's yeah. so cool. It's very like Eastern European, like 90s Euro pop, but also oh, moodier. Like, I don't want to say not grungier, but like darker. Like the, yeah. pal- the, the color palette isn't like bright Euro 90s dance, but like that's like the fashion, I think. Yeah. And it is inherently very sexual, but not in, not in a sexual for its own sake way it's in the way of like exploration and and just like i don't want to think be yourself but you know em- embracing authenticity and like a big part of just got me started or got me started sorry is the song title um 
is like just doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a big theme in this album is exploring yourself down every lane even in like the grittiest you know so a lot of these visuals are like kind of the nasty nightclub vibe or like a cement room or like literally i mean the vinyl cover is like him in between the guy's legs but it's like cute yeah and then one of the other covers um is a slightly different thing. Maybe if you can imagine a hole covered in tape and what that might mean. Anyway, like, it, you know, it is very much like a, it's just a very queer album and it's very exciting to see. But it's like, and it's like, not, I'm like trying to think of a way that doesn't sound, like it's called like the age of pleasure. Like it's like, it's just like about the idea of like euphoria. It's not like I don't know. I love I love the idea of exploring that because I feel like, you know, pop music is obviously like historically very sexual, but it's not just like I don't know. I feel like No, it feels sexual like, in such an intellectual way. Yeah, and also yeah, that's I think that's really true cuz and also like not male gazy. No. It's just like Which is ironic cuz it's, it's about a bunch men. of guys. But, but yeah. But like I mean, hey, there were girls kissing in the thing. Hey, that's true. <laughs> but also, I feel like the male gaze, you know, is pretty much like heterosexual. Like, I don't think Uh-oh. male gaze. I, I feel like male gaze doesn't necessarily apply to like gay men. Yeah, because it's about patriarchy, and I feel like patriarchy is already gonna like look down upon like queer love in any yeah way. Which is ironically enough, just because it relates back to women, which women bad, but yeah. you know, and. I could, and you know, I could talk about that for about um, a whole, like, eight hours. Like, we could be here all night. Yeah, but we're here to talk about videos where Troy Sivan's doing a funny little dance. So. Exactly. Oh, and I wish I am. I wish I could dance so bad just because I want to learn that, like, shimmy. It's so cool. It's just, like, and, like, part of the dance, he, like, pulls his pants down, but it's just, like, so cool. Like, it sounds... tasteful. You hear me, yeah, you hear me say that, and you're probably like, what? Like, that sounds stupid. But it's like, no, like, it's so cool. And I loved the first, like, Rush was obviously good, too. Just, like, good dance pop. No, for real. That's, I just, I'm so excited for this album, honestly. Because I haven't, like, I haven't actively listened to Troy since, like, Blue Neighborhood. Yes, I've listened to singles. (laughs) Yes, bits and pieces of Troy has made it into my playlist. Of course, I have Strawberries and Cigarettes on there. Of course, I have Easy somewhere. But, like, I I haven't, like, listened through these albums. When this album comes out, I will be. Yes. I think it's definitely, like, brought in, like, a more mature audience, maybe, too. Mm -hmm. Like, from people who, like, may have never known that Troy Sivan was just, like, a YouTube kid at one point. Which I think is interesting, because there's definitely artists where they're always famous, and I'm like, I will always know you as whatever you started from. Mm -hmm. But then there's people like Troy or, like, maybe, like, a Justin Bieber. Like, I forget that that's how they... Like, I... Well, I don't forget about Troy, but... I know, like, he. I feel like he's finally at that level of, like, fame where, like, he's just a musician. Like, no, one's, no one knows that. People probably forget. Or, like, I think they Conan didn't... got there, too. Yeah. Oh, that's so... I love that full circle. Like, they made it. Because I remember... I wasn't... I didn't watch Conan as much, but I remember finding him, like, maybe when he released, like, one song and he was, like, trying to go to UCLA. And I remember the video where he was like, I'm going to drop out, like... I'm really going to pursue this thing. And then, like, he did. And yeah, it he did. And he did. Conan Gray's the only concert I've ever gone and seen. Really? Down pat. Who was the opener? Was it Mallrat? 
Yeah, it was some girl. It was some girl was that I don't say, really remember, but she was cool. That's okay. Well, I was just just going to say, like, I remember, like, you should listen to Mallrat. She's really good. But okay. I remember being like, oh, I think she's opening for Conan, or she opened for Conan Gray. That's so cool. Like, I was like, she's famous. She's me. famous. <laughs> I'm always, like, circling back to some other thing I was talking about, but oh, I love the pattern. I love the circle of life. Circle of life. I've never seen Lion King, but you know, I'm gonna pretend I did. I that I think you know, you're real though, because <laughs> you like I also have never watched I haven't watched a Disney movie since I was like twelve years old and like I I won't. I just mm-hmm. won't. I just like don't I I don't know. I think too much about Disney adults maybe, but I just don't feel drawn to watching Disney movies as an adult. But as a kid, like I love like I have seen The Lion King. I, that one was my that one was really good to me, but it's. Do you did you not watch any in childhood either, or you just? I mean, I saw a couple. Like I saw Hercules probably ten times, but that's because it was always played in middle school. So. Okay, so you definitely have a history though. Mm-hmm. Okay, a, a, a teeny bit, a teeny bit. I feel like that's the one I have never saw, which is funny. Dare like... I? Dare I come back to Taylor Swift? Yes. She has been in the media a lot recently because of a football boy. She's with who? It's a crazy clash. I don't care. I don't care about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I'll say it. Why? I think we should just let her be. Because I'm done. I'm t- Like, I saw on Spotify, like, the picture of her, like, in the box seat mm-hmm. was already, like, the cover of a tailgate playlist. Ugh. I was like, it's been about two days. I don't care. I'm already over it. Yeah. for I'll give you the lowdown. For those of you that did not know, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, some, like, Chiefs guy, football man, they've been all, like, schmoozling around a little bit. There was this whole thing where he was like, I wanted to I wanted to see Taylor when I was at the Eras tour, her concert. Um, but you know, she didn't she didn't want to see anyone. And I was like really about her. But I'm gonna invite her to my game. And then he did, and then she showed up and she was in the box with his mom. And they were talking and they were cheering him on. And then when they left the game, Taylor and Mr. Kelsey drove off together, which like cool. Good for them. I don't care. I don't either. I'm very, like, I think it's kind of corny to, like, really care about who celebrities are dating. Oh, played out. And it's not like I have an entire segment on this show that I'm going to be doing every episode about it. No, but here's the thing. (laughs) I mean it in the way of, like, girl, like, I don't care about, like, watching. Like, uh, okay, cool, they're dating. Like, I love Mm. gossip. Like, I like gossip. Like, I want to be up on the gossip. But, like... I don't need to, like, I feel kind of weird, like, looking at po- photos of them, like, those, pri- there were, like, more, today, there were, like, photos of her release, like, mm-hmm. around, like, hugging him, like, I don't know, she looks like she's kind of, like, leaning on him or maybe sitting on his lap or something, but that's what I mean, like. It feels too private. Yeah, like, I, I'm all about, like, let's gossip, like, who's dating who, mm-hmm. but that's, okay. Yeah. Like, I want to know who's with who, but then I'm, like, okay, like, he does, like, Let's let, like, especially maybe Taylor Swift. I feel like it's because we don't hear about, we, like, didn't hear about her dating for so long because she was in a, like, long-term relationship. And now it's, like, field day. Like, now she's dating. Like, we're going to hear about every boy. Like, it's just, like, let her be. And let them all be. (laughs) And let them all be. Like, let's, let's, it's tea and then, okay. And then we move on. Yes. 
Well, because did you hear about like Avangogia and Halsey? Yeah. So that's yeah, crazy. Avangogia, Beck from Victorious, as you probably know him, and Halsey, aka Red, Red. My hair is red. If you haven't seen that video, look it up. I swear I'm not insane. It is really funny. Anyway, I had it written down as "Baby, hold me closer, girl." Um, <laughs> so, baby, hold me closer. What about the video of her singing Blink One Eighty Two in the mall? Ah! She's like, if you're gonna make me, girl. She's like, she's like Debbie Ryan. Like, I, I can sing if you want. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, no, but like with that stuff, people get so creepy. So. They're like, Avin Jogia was, um, he was spotted with Halsey. They were seen kissing, holding hands, and embracing at a show in Barcelona. And it's like, that's not my business. Right. Like, oh, it's tea they're dating. But then I'm like, okay, like, I know they're dating. That's all. Mm-hmm. We can, chapter two, like, let's move on. <laughs> let's like, give them a little bit of privacy. Yeah. And also, I think of myself in those situations. Like, if I was one of the people in the couple and... I had to think about like my body positioning when I'm like Dude. at a bar or at a concert or doing anything public. Like I would freak out. Like I would not I don't think I could do it. It's so like it's so weird and that's exactly why I'm going to do it every episode and then talk about all the little details and make everybody uncomfortable because yeah. that's my job as a professional journalist. But I think we should be up to date on the news and I think this is news that's important and that matters because mm-hmm. Because Avin Jogi is hot. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to hear any other reasons. And yeah, that's all I need to know about that. I'm like, okay. He's, he's so cu- pretty. No, and it's like, he's cuffed. Like, okay, moving on. But honestly, if you've seen anything of him on TikTok in the past like year and a half, he's kind of a weirdo too. He is kind of corny. He is really corny. Yeah, I think they'll match energies well. Because I don't, as much as it's easy to make fun of Halsey because she gives you so much material, like <laughs> yeah. the girl. The girl is the girl's a little weirdo. She's kind of she's kind of quirky. She's kind of like other girls. Um, that is definitely her brand. It's been oh, she loves that brand. Too. She does. It's been milked. Oh, but <laughs> to the same point, it's like I, I see it for her, and I see them. I think she's a well-meaning person, and I think that I think they'll be cute together. Will they last? But, but I'm happy for them. Yeah, I really am. Really I'm always just so, like, happy and wishing them nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. In terms of nothing but the best, I think we might be reaching our time here. Yeah. Miss Helen, I would like to give you the kindest of thanks. Of course. For Thank being you. here. For showing up. No, this was so fun. Like, I am so honored to be here. <laughs> like, thank <Wow>. you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Would you have anything to plug, perhaps? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. That's my favorite social media platform, um, even though I don't post all the time, but I definitely will post like my favorite song that I'm listening to at the moment on there. Um, just at Helen Howard underscore. And you can also listen to my radio show on Care and You 90.3 FM. It is from two to three on Fridays. And I basically play like all the new music that I'm sent as music director and it's really fun but yeah that does sound really fun well thank you so much for being here Helen thank you and I'm going to sign us out for our second episode of No Need to Scroll thank you for listening Mm -hmm.